Okay, so let me just give you a countdown. So, three, two, one. Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this month's official podcast of the Environmental Society of Saint Stephen's College. We, your hosts, Arvind and Sophia, are back with another interesting topic of discussion on wildlife conservation. Arvind, you're supposed to play the jingle, no? Oops, yeah, yeah, it's just happening. Yeah. ஒவ்வொரு <laughs> The IUCN estimates that that 27,000 species of the ones assessed are at risk for extinction. Expanding to all existing species, a 2019 UN report on biodiversity puts this estimate even higher at a million species. So Arvind, shall we take a look at these threats and try to understand these issues more deeply? I must say you sound so much like a journalist from like blah blah TV but then yeah moving on habitat destruction decreases the number of places where wildlife can live in human caused habitat loss and fragmentation are primary drivers of species declines and extinctions moreover destruction and fragmentation create smaller habitats smaller habitats support smaller populations and smaller populations are more likely to go extinct another major threat is overexploitation Overexploitation is the harvesting of animals and plants at a rate that's faster than the species ability to recover. The danger of overexploitation is that if too many individual of a species are taken, then the species may not recover. For example, overfishing of top marine predatory fish like tuna, salmon over the past century has led to a decline in fish sizes as well as fish numbers. The fourth threat on our list is it's, actually It's a third one Arvind No how like look habitat destruction exploitation okay okay yeah, third okay so the next one on the list is poaching Poaching for illegal wildlife trading is a major threat to certain species particularly the endangered ones whose status makes them economically valuable Examples include large mammals like African elephants tigers and rhinoceros They are like traded for their tusks skins and horns respectively So moving ahead before moving to the fourth threat I would like to give a trigger warning as we will be talking about the death of animals. So yes now Arun this is the fourth threat that we are talking okay, about. Okay okay got it. Thank you. The fourth one is culling. Culling is a deliberate and selective killing of wildlife by governments for various purposes. An example of this is shark culling in which shark control programs in Queensland and New South Wales in Australia have killed thousands of sharks as well as turtles, dolphins, whales and other marine life. I would say the next one is one of the biggest arenas for improvement that we have. Pollution. A wide range of pollutants negatively impact wildlife health. For some pollutants, simple exposure is enough to do damage, for example pesticides. For others it's through inhaling like air pollutants or in just ingesting it like toxic metals. Pollutants affect different species in different ways. So a pollutant that is bad for one might not even affect another. 
pollution and irresponsible human behavior has also led to the present day climate change currently changing earth's environmental conditions and affecting the wildlife tremendously hmm okay so <laughs> that part is done now that we have a clear idea of why we actually need to discuss wildlife conservation let us discuss how we as an average citizen can contribute for the cause So number 1 is to adopt from wild animals to wild places there's an option for everyone get together with classmates to adopt an animal from a wildlife conservation organization such as world wildlife fund symbolic adoptions help fund organizations next is to volunteer if you don't have money to give donate your time many organizations and zoos have volunteer programs you can help clean beaches or rescue wild animals or even teach visitors Simple things like visiting zoos, aquariums, national parks and wildlife refuges inculcates knowledge and love for them. Learn more about our planet's species from experts and see the earth's most amazing creatures up close. All of us can donate some amount to encourage the organizations that work towards the conservation of wildlife. No donation is small. When we visit our local accredited zoos and nature reserves, pay the recommended entry fee. Our donations help maintain this vital conservation areas. Another thing to be kept in mind is to speak up. Share your passion for wildlife conservation with your family. Tell your friends how they can help. Ask everyone you know to pledge to do what they can to stop wildlife trafficking. We as consumers need to buy responsibly. By not purchasing products made from endangered animals or their parts, you can stop wildlife trafficking from being a profitable enterprise. We can do our parts by reducing pollution that strangles the poor wildlife. Trash isn't just ugly, it's harmful as well. Birds and other animals can trap their heads inside plastic rings. Fish can get stuck in nets, plus trash pollutes everyone's national resources. Let's do our part by putting trash in its place. Recycle and restore. The Minnesota Zoo encourages patrons to recycle mobile phones to reduce demand for the mineral coltan which is mined from lowland gorilla's habitats. We can help reduce the threat of habitat destruction by planting native trees, restoring wetlands or cleaning up beaches beaches in your area. Join hands to do the right thing. Whether you're into protecting natural habitats or preventing wildlife trafficking, find the organization that speaks to your passion and get involved. Become a member, stay informed. Actively support the organization of your choice. Do not participate in sport hunting and take shots only from your camera. As we near the last segment of this month's podcast, we would like to speak about the brighter part of the equation. That is some projects that have been successfully implemented that saved wildlife from extinction. As all of us know, the one-horned rhinoceros is found only in India. It is a matter of great pride for the country. Project Rhinoceros was launched in 1987 for its protection. The one-horned rhinoceros has been given protection in Kaziranga, Assam. Besides this place, it is found in the marshy lands of Manas, Assam, and Jholdapura, West Bengal. Project Crocodile was launched in 1975. Programs are being run at several places for the encouragement of its protection and safe reproduction. Among them Tikrapara sorry in Angul Odisha Mahanadi in Odisha Kukrail in Lucknow etc are prominent The National Chambal Sanctuary in Madhya Pradesh is an important site for the protection of crocodiles 
Under the agreement of Human Environment Conference of 1972, the Project Tiger was launched in India in 1973 with the help of the World Wide Fund for Nature. According to the Wildlife Institute of India, Dehradun, and the Ministry of Environment and Forests, India, there were only nine tiger reserves in India during 1973-74, whereas 41 of them were established by January 2013. These were some initiatives that were started by the government and other agencies for preserving the wildlife. While we also talked about in this podcast what individuals can do for wildlife conservation. Hmm, since we've reached the end of this month's episode, how about a quote for the conclusion? Oh no, please. Like no. <laughs> would that be cliche? Yes, so here it goes. The love for all living creatures is the most noble attribute of man by Charles Darwin. Thank you Arvind for telling us the first quote on wildlife that you found on the internet. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. We sincerely hope this helps and that all of us will do our parts to protect the wildlife as they are also a part of the environment as much as we are if not more. We'll meet you with a new episode next month so till then bye bye. Bye guys. Um, okay how do we stop recording? I think it should be this icon here. Yeah.